Time and time again, people come to Sage International Incorporated because they experience confusion about the entity or entities they have formed either on their own or through another service provider. If you do not understand how to obtain solid liability protection, effective tax reduction, or have never given any thought to the importance of exit or estate planning issues, then the Sage Facilitator Program was designed specifically for you. To learn more, call Sage International Incorporated at 775-786-5515 and schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry Hill today. The Sage clients enrolled in the Sage Facilitator Program have discovered that this proprietary process creates tremendous peace of mind for themselves and their families. It's time for you to stop worrying by calling 775-786-5515 to learn more so we can help you today. Call Sage International. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Good day, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. This is Peter Padilla. Glad to be with you today. I'm enjoying conversation with industry experts today, like I do every week, on discussions about real estate and real estate in northern Nevada. A lot of the discussions I'm having lately are with commercial business owners. The economy has made it real tough for many commercial business owners to turn a profit. And one of the things that they are challenged with always is the cost of goods and services. One of the big services that restaurants need, industrial offices need, any place that has a kitchen, let's say, the drain issues are huge. And drain issues in commercial properties, including restaurants, they happen at the most inconvenient times, weekends, nights, holidays. You have to have somebody that is ready to roll when you have plumbing problems. That's why at Nevada Real Estate Radio, we are proud to recommend Rapid Rooter, the commercial plumbing, drain, and sewer cleaning company. These guys are fantastic. They're so good that many other plumbers that can't do the big jobs, they call Rapid Rooter. These are businesses that are large, casinos, charter schools, hospitals, senior care facilities, of course, industrial and manufacturing facilities, restaurants, and even homeowner associations that have these big clubhouses with these big restaurant facilities. They need to make sure their drains are operating properly and efficiently every single day. We recommend Rapid Rooter Commercial Plumbing Company here in northern Nevada. Give them a call, 775-322-4124, or visit rapidrooternv.com. Tell them Peter sent you. Today we're talking about the different elements of buying real estate in northern Nevada and some of the different factors that you need to have for this week in order to be wise enough to know when do you pull the trigger on a real estate deal. We're going to talk about timing, market prices, different areas of northern Nevada, what's happening across the country, and even some celebrity news when it comes to real estate. We'll have that and a whole lot more after this quick 
message. Great news! Nevada Technology Academy is offering classes in certified ethical hacking, combining hands-on training with virtual labs for simulated hacking and defense exercises, recognized by the Department of Defense and NISI. 2024 classes begin soon! Located at 155 Cadillac Place in Reno, 775-849-4983 or visit nvtechacademy.com. Nevada Technology Academy. Invest in your future. nvtechacademy.com the most productive hour of your week. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. I'm glad you're with us today on a very nice January afternoon. You know, it's uh, amazing how fast time flies. And it just seems like today, the work we do today is nothing to do with the past. It's always about the future. What we accomplish in one day impacts how our day will be tomorrow and that day will impact the following day and so forth. So really, I've taken on this new process of always looking forward rather than backwards. Because when you look backwards, uh, you tend to look at the negative things more often. You tend to look at the maybe things that weren't quite as successful as they could have been, maybe some of your failures in the world. But the reality is we all have great success every single day, and that's what propels us to the new day. So for 2024, I want to encourage you to look forward to tomorrow and to the future so that you can be successful today. I recently got the new 2023 existing sales report from the Sierra Nevada Realtors. You know, they always report the stats for the month prior. So our report today is going to be looking at what happened at the last month of 2023. Our good contact at the Sierra Nevada Realtors, April Labrie, the CEO, has sent us this information. He released this report on existing homes in Washoe, Story, Lyon, Douglas, Churchill counties, along with Carson City County. The report includes the median sales price and the number of home sales in the region. Sierra Nevada Realtors obtains this information from the Northern Nevada Regional Multiple Service Listing Service. So during the month of December, the Sierra Nevada Realtors saw the median sales price for an existing single-family residence in Washoe County at $565,500. That's a 2.4% increase from the month of November. Now, in December 2023, Lyon County had an increase of 8.6% from the previous month with the median sales price of $366,000 for an existing single-family home, or manufactured property. You compare those two counties, you know, Lyon County, 366, Washoe County, 565, $200,000 difference from one county to another. But let's look at Churchill County, you know, the home of Fallon, Nevada. That county had 17 sales of existing single-family homes, and that was an increase of 41.7% from the previous month, November of 2023. So, as we are heading into the winter months, everybody expects to see a decrease in new listings as historically sellers wait until the beginning of the year or spring to start their relocation, according to Robert Barchi, the 2024 president of Sierra Nevada Realtors. He says that they're seeing properties that are taking about 24 days to go under contract compared to well, 16 days back in 2022. He also continued by saying that buying and selling a home is more than just a search on the internet. And so it's important to hire a licensed real estate professional who has the realtor's 
to help him navigate the intricacies of the real estate market. Now, for 2024, he wants us to know that members of the Sierra Nevada Realtors can help buyers and sellers learn what programs might be right for them. The sales numbers in Washoe, Story, Douglas, Churchill counties, along with Carson City, are for stick-built homes. These are single-family dwellings, and they don't include condos, townhomes, manufactured homes, modular or newly reconstructed homes, unless it's otherwise stated. Now, sales numbers for Lyon County, they include stick-built, single-family dwellings only, and do not include condos, townhomes. However, they do include manufactured homes, because in Lyon County, we have a lot of manufactured homes. In order to get a real indication of what's happening in the market, they have to be included. In December 2023, Washoe County, excluding the areas of Incline Village, saw 200 new listings and 270 closed sales. Now, the median sales price for an existing single-family residence in Washoe County was 565.5. That's an increase of 2.4%. The median sales price for an existing condo or townhome in Washoe County in December of 2023 was $390,000. That's up a substantial amount. 24% from last year. Now, if we look at Carson City, they had 36 sales of existing single-family homes, and that's a decrease of 14.3% from the previous month, but it is an increase of 38.5% from one year ago. The median sales price in Carson City for single-family residents is at $507,475. That's a decrease of just half a percent from the previous month and of almost 4% from the previous year. An existing condo or townhome in the Carson City area, well, in December, that median sales price was $365,000 an increase of 14.8%. Now, we've been talking about Lyon County, so let's look at that more closely. In December of 2023, that county had 73 sales of existing single-family residences and manufactured properties. It's a decrease of 17% from the previous month and 13.1% decrease from the year prior. The median sales price for an existing manufactured and single-family residence as at $399,000. It's an increase of 8.6% and uh, from the month prior and an increase of 9.3% from the previous year. So the values in Lyon County at $399,000, well, they're still about 160000 less than they are in Washoe County and about, oh, well, just maybe $30,000 more than they are in Uh, the condo area of Carson City. You remember Carson condos, 365, Lyon County primary residences, 399. There you go. That's your difference. If you want to compare houses to houses, well, again, Lyon County, uh, single family residence, 399, Carson City, 507. So it's about $108,000 difference. But when you compare Lyon County, always remember, those numbers include manufactured home sales. The other counties do not. Let's take a look at Churchill County. The report that we got from April Labrie says that in December of 2023, Churchill County had 17 sales of existing family homes. Now, that's an increase of 41.7% from the previous month, but a decrease of 22.7% from the last year. 
The median sales price for an existing family residence in Churchill County was at $365,000. That's an increase of 8.8% from last year. If we move over to Story County, the December 2023 information says that they had just two sales of existing single-family homes. Now, keep in mind, Story County does not have a lot of city, if you will, in, in the borders of the county. Look, it has the USA Parkway, and it also has Virginia City. And Virginia City is not a hub of commercial activity, but it is a hub of tourist activity. So let's look at what's happening again. Two sales is all they had in the last reporting period. That's a decrease of 60% from the previous month, and it is a decrease of 33% from last year. So not that many deals are happening in Story County. But the median sales price for an existing single-family residence there is $459,000. So that's about 107000 less than Washoe County. And uh, it's important to know, too, that it's a decrease, this price of four hundred fifty-nine-five, dollars uh, a decrease of 17.9% from the previous month and a decrease of 61.7% from last year. So those are pretty dramatic dif- differences in the price ranges when you look at those big percentage decreases and increases, ladies and gents. But keep in mind, When you have only two sales, one more sale or one less sale can move those numbers dramatically. So it is important that you talk to your local real estate professional about the particular market you're looking for so that these numbers will have more sense and uh, understanding to all the people that look at them. Because when you look at just the differences in uh, in prices on a percentage basis from year to year, month to month, when you have very small number of transactions, those can gyrate dramatically. Let's look at Douglas County. In December of 2023, Douglas County had 39 sales of existing single-family homes. That's a decrease of 9.3% from the previous month, but an increase of 11.4% from last year. The median sales price for an existing single-family residence in Douglas County is $698,000. That's an increase of 4% from the previous month and an increase of 18.3% from last year. Douglas County, Minden, Gardnerville, what a great place to be. Those are nice, nice neighborhoods, nice parts of northern Nevada, nice too because they're close to Lake Tahoe. So maybe that's the reason that the median sales price there is higher when you look at 698 versus Reno 565, which is closer to Lake Tahoe, the county that's priced a little bit higher at $698,000, Douglas County. Now, there's a lot of reasons why these numbers move the way that they do move and what kind of impact it has for potential buyers and sellers. We can only get the numbers, but we're not real estate agents. We're, we don't go out and buy and sell homes every day. We just talk to those people. So we will have more insight from the professionals at Sierra Nevada Realtors later this month when the incoming president, the 2024 president of the Sierra Nevada Realtors, Robert Bartschi, will be joining us so that we can have more discussion about these numbers and maybe look at some areas within the areas that might be of greater value or significance to you and your family. When we come back, we're going to look at some news and stats in the real estate world that are happening not only here in Nevada, but all across the country. 
We'll be back after this. Save the date, Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, February 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. Enjoy world-renowned speakers, educational presentations, hands-on workshops, honey tasting, and bee photo contests, plus so much more. Learn from new and seasoned beekeepers. Inform, educate, and inspire. Register at NevadaStateBeekeepers.org. Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, Feb 22nd, 23rd, and 24th, Yearington, Nevada, the hub of Lyon County. If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated, a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 20 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. Natakwa. Natakwa News. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Are you a member of the Chamber here in Northern Nevada? Well, if you are, I want to remind you that the Chamber partners and members should be reminded that their free booths for the new Biggest Business Expo ever are available by contacting the Chamber of Commerce. Now, this is all going to happen on May 9th, 2024, between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. And there's no charge to display, promote, or sell goods and services, and uh, admission is free. So this is a great way for the Chamber to help you as a business owner and a chamber member to highlight your local business, commerce, services, whatever you have. Try to reserve your booth as soon as possible because there's not that many left and you want to make sure that you can make it. Contact the chamber at thechamber.org and we will see you there. With me in the studio today, well, it's just me talking about things in the world of real estate and in the world of home buying and selling. A lot of times, People come to northern Nevada from other parts of the country, and their impressions from where they come have an impact on what is going on here. So a lot of people travel to Nevada, to Las Vegas, to Lake Tahoe, to Reno, and they come from New York, Florida, Texas, Washington, California, all over the place. So these people, you know, they travelers like to keep up with what's happening in the national news and the national updates. Well... I recently read an article about properties in Manhattan filing for bankruptcy. It's just amazing. You see, the owner of a mixed-use building called Bloom on 45th Street in Manhattan recently filed for bankruptcy, saying that the fallout from the COVID-19 pandemic, the high interest rate increases, and, you know, there's just the economy in general and the market mindset, well, they've made it really difficult. In fact, almost unable to meet their debt debt obligations. Now, Hudson 888 sought protection from creditors this past weekend in the U.S. Bankruptcy Court in Manhattan after it failed last week to reach a debt restructuring settlement with a secured lender that they owed a total of $79.8 million. Wow. Now, this property is at 500 West 45th Street and was built in 2020. It has roughly about 60 residential units out of the 92 that aren't selling. 
They're right in the Hell's Kitchen area, and they're not selling. So as a result of all of these pandemic restrictions, the government policies in place for more than two years, residential sales in the project, well, they've not met the projections of the owner nor the original lenders. Hudson, 888 Chief Executive Sheng Zhang, said in the filing that when the pandemic restrictions started easing in 2022, and the Federal Reserve began to successful interest rate increases combating inflation, well, those increases caused mortgage rates to, to go up, and that put downward pressure on the condominium sales market, she said. So Hudson began defaulting on its debt in late 2022. Now, the property senior creditor, which is affiliated with a real estate investment firm called BH3 Management, had bought the debt last April from the original lender. The commercial spaces at Bloom are nearly entirely leased, including a Target store. Bloom and two other New York projects are owned by Zinn Development Group. So maybe some of these problems have more to do with, well, the way that you have to run your business than they have to do with the values of the homes or the number of renters. I mean, what is the reason that these problems happen? It's probably, in my opinion, a lot to do with the costs of owning real estate. Just recently, we heard that home and auto insurances are yanking rates up so high or they're yanking out of the markets entirely because they don't want to offer insurance in particular areas. So Allstate Insurance has suffered billions of dollars in losses and has failed to get some rate increases that it wanted as re- and has re- uh, well, this- and it has uh, resorted to the nuclear option. Essentially, the insurance giant threatened last fall to stop renewing auto insurance for customers in three states that didn't give in to its demands, which would have left these policyholders scrambling for coverage. The states, well, they didn't really have much to say. It was New Jersey, New York, and California. Now, Regulators in California, they're allowing Allstate to boost their rates by 30%, but they still haven't decided on its most recent request for a 40% increase on home insurance rates after the insurer refused to write new policies. Wow. The part uh, of, of this that really troubles me is that it used to be that the price of a home was the main thing that you had really had to worry about. Now, it's not the price so much. It's the interest rates. And the insurance, the insurance rates are like adding another major impact on the mortgage because without insurance on your home, your mortgage is not going to be effective. You know, when you applied for a mortgage to purchase a home, the insurer wanted to know who you wanted to use for your insurance agent because the banks have to be secure that your home has insurance in case there's a fire, a a storm, a hurricane, a tornado, whatever, right? The bank wants that home covered. Well, you're making the payments to the bank. You're also paying the interest to the bank. And now you have to make sure that you're paying this insurance. And in many cases, it is routed through your payment to your mortgage lender. And that way, the mortgage lender knows that your insurance is paid on time. And it's always current. It's always paid current because you pay it as part of your mortgage payment. It's called having impounds. So when you make your payment, if you have impounds, your payment includes your taxes and a percentage of your insurance so that when your insurance is due, the servicing company at your mortgage lender is going to make those payments to the taxes and to your insurance. You're always going to be current. 
but it's all coming out of your one still check account. So your checking account now has a bigger number that's coming out because that insurance is going up. Maybe you've got a fixed loan. Maybe your interest rate isn't going to change. Great. But your insurance, that very likely might change. One of the homeowners that I was reading about, their homeowner's insurance went up from $1,500 to $3,500 for the year. Unbelievable. You wonder what's it going to take? What is going to happen before people finally realize that they have to do something to make sure that they put a lid on these outrageous insurance costs? And it's not just for your home, ladies and gents. It's for your automobile, too. A lot of states are doing the same thing. They're making it so tough to insure your vehicle that you either have to decide to go without a vehicle or register your vehicle in another state along with your own personal residence in another state. Very, very difficult to live in particular states across the country, and more and more areas are starting to become like this. What we have to do is to make real good decisions in our brain before we go out to make decisions in the world. And one of the biggest decisions we make is who's going to be our leader? Who's going to lead our state? Who's going to lead our city? Who's going to lead our county? These people are the ones that make up the differences of the choices that we have in things like services, government services, social services, civic services, and they all have the impact on our home values and our home prices and our insurance. If we live in a city or an area where we tolerate a high amount of crime, a high amount of theft, vandalism, then obviously there's going to be more insurance claims. And then obviously there's going to be more insurance companies that are taking a second look at whether they want to do business in our state or in our area. It costs a lot of money to replace things nowadays, and the insurance companies are suffering with that too. This economy is driving the country mad. What we have to do is take a more conservative approach to our finances, and that includes when we look to shop for a home. Ask yourself, is today the best time for me to be out and about looking for a home? Look, if you're about ready to be thrown out on the street, or your building is going to be torn down, or you just moved into town and you've got to have a place to live, of course it's a good time to be looking for a home. But if you're just looking to make a transition for the sake of moving up to a bigger home, moving down to a smaller home, maybe you want to change your neighborhood in the area, maybe you want to sell and move to another state, doesn't matter. You have to really look at the overall market to ask yourself, is this the best time to do this? I also read recently that over 50% of all the mortgages held across the country in the age group of 65 or older, they are not going to move. Those people have already said that they are there in their homes for the final. This is where they're going to retire. This is where they live out their lives. And they probably have an interest rate of somewhere in the neighborhood of 3 to 5%, which means there's a lot of homes that are very unlikely going to be off the market for a good 10, 20, or even 30 years. The U.S. economy has got to do something to fix this by building more homes and building affordable homes. It is so disappointing when I hear about new home projects, housing developments that are targeting, and you hear this, people that need affordable housing. Oh, that's so nice to hear, yes. 
And then when you see what the prices of this affordable housing are, well, there is no way that a person with a medium to low income could ever afford to buy one of these quote-unquote affordable houses. They typically are running somewhere around the range of the median home price in whatever area you're looking for. So here in northern Nevada, you're still looking at a median home price of about $566,000. There are many, many more factors besides the home price to take into consideration as well. Interest rates lately, they've been hovering around 6.5 to 6.75%. Sounds pretty good when you know that they were in the sevens not long ago, but it was just a few years ago. We were in the twos and threes. So is it really a good time now to be out and about shopping? Only you know, but only you know if you get the right advice and guidance from a seasoned real estate professional. I encourage you to call anyone at the Sierra Nevada Realtors. And if you'd rather just talk to me, have a quick question, call me anytime after the show. 775-786-5515. And we'll get you going on buying or selling real estate. We'll be back after this. Great news! Nevada Technology Academy is offering classes in certified ethical hacking, combining hands-on training with virtual labs for simulated hacking and defense exercises, recognized by the Department of Defense and NISI. 2024 classes begin soon! Located at 155 Cadillac Place in Reno, 775-849-4983, or visit nvtechacademy.com. Nevada Technology Academy. Invest in your future. nvtechacademy.com. Save! the date nevada state beekeepers conference february 22nd 23rd and 24th enjoy world-renowned speakers educational presentations hands-on workshops honey tasting and bee photo contest plus so much more learn from new and seasoned beekeepers inform educate and inspire register at nevadastatebeekeepers.org nevada state beekeepers conference feb 22nd 23rd and 24th yearington nevada the hub of lyon county if you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated, a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 20 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515. to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. The most productive hour of your week. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. I'm very excited about next month because it's the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, February 22nd through 24th in Yarrington, Nevada, the hub of Lyon County. Well, beekeeping sounds kind of dangerous, does it? Well, it doesn't really. If you use the right equipment, the bees will never even be on you. You see, I wear a complete beekeeper suit when I'm working on my honeybees, and it's fantastic. They can get right up to your face, but they're just far enough away through that screen. They can't touch you. And so if you're afraid of a sting or whatever reason, contact with the honeybee, and you want to be a beekeeper, fear not. At the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, we'll be showing you a lot of the different tools, accessories, and clothing that you need to be a successful beekeeper, plus all the tools, all the variety of knowledge, and oh, it's just going to be amazing. Please visit the website, nevadastatebeekeepers.org. Register, and I'll see you at this year's Nevada State 
Beekeepers Conference. Today we're talking about all things in, involving real estate and finances across the country because people are moving all over the place. They're coming to Nevada, they're leaving from Nevada, and people are wondering how do we do it? How do we put this thing together with interest rates high, with prices high, uh, affordability low, and availability? Oh my gosh, some places there aren't even any homes. You know, and, and then there's the money. It takes more and more money, it seems like, to buy a house. It doesn't matter if it's a down payment or if it's a, uh, uh, a second mortgage. Interest rates, everything is causing prices to go up. So it's not always easy to get the money that you need from your accounts. One of the accounts that many people have is an IRA or a 401k. But the challenge is how do you get money there from those accounts, especially if you're under that retirement age of 59 and a half, because if you pull money from most IRAs and workplace plans before you're 59 and a half years old, there's a big penalty, 10% penalty on those early withdrawals. So if you don't know about these uh, penalties, these provisions, you could miss out and actually pay a lot in extra taxes that you shouldn't have to, according to the Director of Retirement Education at Ed Scott and Company, which is a tax consulting firm in Rockville Center. Now, that's in New York, but for the right person, it could be a big deal. You see, she says that before making a distribution from an IRA or a 401k, you have to consider two things. Retirement account funds are designed for post-career use and generally should not be tapped unless there's really no other options to the situation that you're in right now. Now, for a lot of uh, mutual funds withdrawn, uh, except from a Roth account, uh, this income is most likely going to be taxed federally by some states and, and by some states. Now, there's some early withdrawal exemptions that we really should know about because sometimes people have special situations. So starting this year in 2024, IRA and 401k account holders can be allowed a penalty-free distribution if they're under 59 and a half, if, one, they're going to use it to pay bills for financial emergencies. Now, this exemption is limited to one withdrawal a year, and it's only for a maximum of $1,000. And as the, the document states, it's for unforeseeable or immediate financial needs relating to a personal or family emergency. Now, in another move, employees at some companies will be allowed to establish Roth Emergency Savings Account starting this year. Now, these plans can be set up only at companies that offer them and are capped at a total of $2,500 per participant. And since it is a Roth account, of course, withdrawals will be tax-free. Now, how else can you get a withdrawal without paying that penalty? Well, if you happen to have a total or permanent disability because of a physical or mental condition, well, you're free to make up to uh, one early withdrawal from your IRA or workplace plan, but there is a high bar that you've got to clear. It means that you cannot engage in any substantial gainful activities, and that means that you've really got to be disabled. You can't be out and about saying you're disabled and then mowing lawns on the side or shoveling snow. Uh, they're very strict about this, but there is something there. There is a uh, withdrawal that you can make without penalty if you have that kind of permanent uh, disability, physical or mental. 
Uh, if you happen to know of or be a victim of domestic abuse, well, there you go. A domestic abuse victim that has reported this within the past 12 months, um, if this victim was uh, violated by a spouse or a domestic partner, they can withdraw from their own IRAs or workplace plans the lesser of $10,000 or 50% of their current account. Now, people in areas where there's been federally declared natural disasters can also be able to withdraw up to $22,000 from their IRAs and 401ks without penalty, even if they are below 59 and a half. Now, this makes permanent a type of relief for hurricanes, wildfires, or floods that have been administered on an ad hoc basis. Previously, Congress attached together relief packages for disaster victims that may or maybe didn't uh, have uh, the penalty with removed. Now, it was always waived for Hurricane Katrina in 2005, for example, but not for the Hurricane Sandy in 2012. Uh, you have to really look and talk to your CPA about these particular things because they need to stay updated on any natural or uh, major disasters, federal disasters that happen in your area so that they can look for these benefits. Now, Another person that might be able to withdraw money early from their IRA or 401k without paying a penalty, even if they're 59 and a half or younger, well, these are people that are diagnosed with a terminal in illness. It's defined as an illness reasonably expected to result in death within seven years. Now, these individuals are allowed penalty-free withdrawals of any amount from their IRAs and employer plans without penalties. Now, for IRA holders, including those with SEP IRAs and simple IRAs, penalty-free withdrawals may be made for medical insurance for you, your spouse, or your dependents. But you must be unemployed to benefit from this exception, defined as receiving unemployment compensation for at least 12 consecutive weeks. So, once you have been on unemployment for at least 12 consecutive weeks, then you can work with your uh, administrator to withdraw money from your IRA accounts for the purposes of med getting medical insurance for yourself, your spouse, or your dependents. Now, another early withdrawal exception for IRAs is including withdrawing for a qualified higher education expense. It has to be at an accredited institution for you, your spouse, or your children, or your grandchildren for the first time and for first time home buyers of up to $10,000. So, that's what it means. If you are in this class and you want to get some money out of your IRAs for yourself, your family, your children, your grandchildren, and you need this money for uh, purchasing a uh, uh, a first-time home, uh, you can um, withdraw up to $10,000. Other exceptions on the workplace plans include the 401ks. So if you're re receiving a qualified domestic relations order stemming from a divorce for public service employees who are age 50 or older or have 25 years experience, well, you might also be able to withdraw money from your 401k without paying that early withdrawal penalty, even though you're not 59 and a half. 
And so what we're talking about here is ways to find money to be able to pull the trigger on your real estate transaction. I have to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, when I was a young man and I bought my first home, that's exactly what I did. I had a very small IRA account with an employer I had in my early, early days, and I only had a few thousand dollars in there. But it didn't make enough of a difference to be able to pull that money out and use it toward the down payment on the purchase of my home. When I pulled out those $3,000 or so, uh, I was able to add that to the little bit that I had in another account. And with a little bit of barter that I had done on the purchase of my home, that was enough to get it done. $3,000 does not sound like very much today, and it's not. But back when I bought a house, $3,000 was looking at a partial down payment of the per- of the purchase price of $60,000. <laughs> so $3,000 was a lot more then obviously than it is today, but it's a ma- it's a matter of the principle. You can withdraw money from your 401k or your IRA plans if you want to become a first-time home buyer and that's a great way to utilize those funds without having to wait until those latter years of your retirement. There's always plenty of time, but getting a home, wow, that is a great retirement vehicle. If you ask me, it could be one of the best decisions, finding a way to get money out of one account, put it into a home buying account, and then suddenly you move that money from a bank or a mutual fund company over to equity in your home. Hey, when we come back, we're going to look about equity of homes for some of the celebrities in the country. Every now and then we get a report that shows us what celebrities' homes are buying, selling, what are they doing, who are they, that and more after this. Great news. Nevada Technology Academy is offering classes in networking, cybersecurity, and computer technology. All courses at Nevada Technology Academy offer industry-recognized certification. Call 775-849-4983 or visit nvtechacademy.com. Nevada Technology Academy. Invest in your future. nvtechacademy.com. Save the date, Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, February 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. Enjoy world-renowned speakers, educational presentations, hands-on workshops, honey tasting, and bee photo contests, plus so much more. Learn from new and seasoned beekeepers. Inform, educate, and inspire. Register at NevadaStateBeekeepers.org. Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, Feb 22nd, 23rd, and 24th, Yearington, Nevada, the hub of Lyon County. If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated, a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 20 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. Natakwa. Natakwa News, the original, entertaining, informative, and historic publication. And the illustrations bring the stories to life. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa. You're tuned in to 93.7 FM right here in northern Nevada, reaching cities and towns all across the state. Nevada Real Estate Radio, we are in our 18th year of weekly broadcasts, helping people make great deals when it comes time to buy or sell real estate. 
A lot of the things we do to help the community, well, they involve letting the community know about important organizations that are here to serve our families. One of them is Empower Youth Foundation. They're changing lives through the science of learning. They use the power of custom curriculum and exclusive one-on-one education to give the gift of lifelong learning to at-risk youth. Yeah, a lot of kids in northern Nevada, like all across the country, they have struggles at home. Maybe the dad left, maybe mom left. They might have very little resources, uh, and they struggle in school because of that. And once they get behind, six months behind, a year behind, today the schools don't leave kids behind. They keep pushing them, pushing them, pushing them to the next grade. Before long, you might have a fourth, fifth, or sixth grader that cannot read, cannot do simple math. And that's where the problems begin. Well, who comes to the rescue? Empower Youth Foundation, because they are providing the fit learning model of education one-on-one to these underprivileged students so that they can have a big impact in our future world. These kids need your help, and they're the future leaders of our cities, our state, and our countries. Please help them any way you can. Maybe the best way is to learn more about Empower Youth Foundation. Visit the website, Empower Youth Foundation. Dot org and tell them Peter sent you. Today we're talking about news in real estate from all across the country. Well, one of the things that really surprised me when I was a mortgage lender here in northern Nevada, ladies and gentlemen, was all of the different backgrounds that many of these homes have that people are out and about looking at. I'll give you an example. I was called by a lender when I was a mortgage uh, um, agent the lender wanted me to attend an open house. And she said to me, Peter, I'd like you to come to the open house Saturday afternoon from noon to four. We're going to be having people come through. They can tour the house, see what's for sale, have a few refreshments. It'll be nice. And maybe if people are interested in getting a mortgage along with that and you're there, you can answer some questions, maybe set up an appointment. Could be a great place to get leads. Well, of course I went. And it was quite an experience. When I got there, there weren't any people in the home, and uh, it was a really interesting home. It was a tri-level. You walk in, you go down one way, and you go up the stairs to the other level above, and there's a little bit of action in three floors. And that staircase, you know, it's an S-shaped staircase because it goes from the upper floor to the center floor and down to the bottom floor. Well, once the uh, uh, the introduction was done, we got a visitor right away, and they were touring the house, looking around, had a good uh, tour, asked some questions, gave out some information. After the first tour visitor left, I had a chance to visit with a realtor about a few things about the house. Oh, I like the color. I was kind of curious about the woodwork because it was had a sketching on it that I, I didn't quite understand. It was all throughout the house. It was like a theme but I'd never seen anything like that before. It was attractive, and I actually really liked it. I also talked to the the realtor about this incredible view that they had from that third-floor window because they could look way out down the street, and uh, you could see some of the sunset in the afternoon, and you could see the trees in the distance in the mountain, the snow. It was very pretty. I was curious about the staircase. And, you know, I'm kind of a comic sometimes. I like to joke around. And as I'm walking to the top of the staircase, um, making that turn, I noticed that at the top of the staircase, there's a, a beam right near there, you know. And it just looked kind of odd there, the way this ceiling beam happens to be right at the top of the staircase. So I jokingly said to the real estate agent, wow, has anybody ever hung themselves here? I chuckled a little bit. She didn't chuckle. In fact, she looked at me and she said, 
Yes. My gosh, I was devastated. Devastated that it happened, but also devastated that I actually asked that question. I really felt bad about that. But it's something I said to her, do you have to tell the buyers? And she told me then, no, uh, it's not required unless they ask and they can do the research on their own. But it's all about the home, not about what happened to a home. So um, it left me with an interesting feeling when I went home that day. I never did find out when the house sold, if the sellers knew what had happened. I didn't want any more details because I didn't want to dream about it. But there was an interesting article just recently in one of the national papers, and it said, how do you sell a crime scene home? Wow. Somebody was reading my mind a few years ago, and now here it is in the national publication. And basically, it says that uh, sometimes these homes have a certain charm about them and that they're uh, attractive in the sense that they have a... uh, a, uh, a history. They have a uh, provenance, essentially. So that, that means that people can tell a lot about the house uh, because it has a history. And people love living in historical places. Now, the article that I was looking at, it was showing a lot of homes across the country that had interesting crime scenes that were for sale, what they looked at, what happened. But one of the most interesting ones I saw was the home of Lizzie Borden. You've heard of Lizzie Borden. She was accused of killing her father and stepmother at their home. This happened in the early 1900s. When this home was listed at its offered market price, nobody knew that it was the home of the infamous Lizzie Borden and the murders. Once that was found out, though, the home sold for more. It actually came in at over $40,000 more than the list price, and a big part of the reason was because of the 1892 double murder that is still one of the thriving tourism areas, and its only answer was, you know, let's just sell it. Let's just do something with it, and the home is uh, is really a thriving tourism site. Some homes, however, when they have this kind of a background, they're just tore down. People don't want to remember them. People don't want to remember the recent tragedies, and they go bye-bye. But these homes sometimes can be great sources of value as tourism or historical sites. If you're interested in this kind of an area or this kind of a home, this kind of a life, maybe one of these tragic stories could turn into gold for you. I also love seeing what the biggest deals were across the country in the last year. And in most cases, the biggest residential real estate deals are done by celebrities, elitists, if you will, because they have the kind of capacity to purchase these big, big properties. As an example, one of the biggest deals of 2023 was when buyers Beyonce and Jay-Z purchased a home for $190 million dollars. Unbelievable. It was designed by architect Tando Ando, an entertainment power, uh, a Japanese uh, architect, and he sold to the entertainment power couple uh, this new home. The pair shelled out the $190 million just last year for this uh, home in Malibu, California, solidifying this architect's status amongst celebrities and elitists. Now, they got a great deal because the home was listed for $295 million, and it was known as a whisper listing, but it sold for $190 million. That means they had a $105 million 
off. <laughs> what a discount. That is like the biggest deal that happened in 2023. Now, another big deal that happened in 2023 was involving a former uh, mentor of mine. It was quite an introduction when we got together. You see, I was in New York City. It was back in 1993, and I happened to be traveling there on business with the TV station that I worked for. This TV station happened to have purchased a new program to air for its viewers that I was in charge of promoting. What was the name of that show? It was the Rush Limbaugh TV show. I had a chance to meet Rush in New York City when he was doing the TV program, and it was on a Friday night, so he did two shows back-to-back. It was one of the greatest spectacles I ever saw because he was just a dramatic and powerful individual in that he absolutely got your individual attention. There must have been 500 people in the audience, and I felt he was talking just to me. Well, this past month, a waterfront property that Rush Limbaugh owned in Palm Beach changed hands for $155 million, the priciest home ever sold in this wealthy Florida town. The buyer purchased the late Rush Limbaugh's lifetime waterfront estate of 2.7 acres on North Ocean Boulevard. It's about has about 150 to 250 feet of frontage on each side and direct beach access. There's multiple houses, including a 2,400-square-foot main house built in the West Indies style. Now, Limbaugh, a conservative talk show icon, purchased the property in 1998 for $3.9 million. He decorated himself, and guess this. There, there is an amazing amount, amazing amount of work that his wife, Catherine, did in the decorating of the home and had a huge impact. There's a photo here of this beautiful, beautiful property near the ocean in Palm Beach, Florida, that now has a fantastic, fantastic life. The home was purchased by billionaire William Lauder. Thank you for being on the show today. Next week, we're going to have more information on the Northern Nevada real estate market, and we will be talking to you about more events coming up here that are great opportunities to enjoy as now you are a resident, you live, and you love our great environment in Northern Nevada. We'll be back on the air again next week, same time, same station. Tell your friends and family to tune in too, and then they can make a great deal when it comes to buy or sell real estate. Until then... Goodbye, everybody. You have been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to Peter at NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. Next time on the Sherry Hill Show, I have Steve Andriano, who is the Director of Technology for Nevada Technology Academy. You're going to find out just exactly how education works. The Sherry Hill Show, Mondays, 1130 a.m. and Sundays at 1 p.m. on 93.7 FM. The Sherry Hill Show, where business is amplified.